0: To Stop the Self-Sabotage and Create the Life You Desire podcast. What will be your defining moment of magnificence in our current situation? Or how will you completely muck things up? By the way, here's a bonus tip for you. You will probably muck things up before you get to the magnificent part. And when... I'm talking about mucking things up. I'm not saying, oh, giving yourself a trim on your bangs, (laughs) trying to cover up the roots, Um, or how not to eat your way through a pandemic. I'm talking about how are you taking on imprints that will act as filters that you will run the rest of your life through? I want to give you some insight on how you can use these challenging times to actually bring yourself out at your best, what I call your unique brilliance. But to be able to do that, you're going to have to allow the part of you that holds pain to be activated and then give it new operating directions. I'm going to give you an example of this because I'm going to share one of my defining moments that up till this point, I really haven't let a lot of people know. So I was 25 and I had just come home from being in the hospital two and a half days with my brand new baby. I already had a six-year-old at home and Things were not healthy there. My six-year-old is pulling on my shirt going, Mom, I'm really hungry. And there wasn't any food in the house because there had been a poker game that had taken place the entire time I was in the hospital uh, giving birth. And um, the guys that were there had um, ate everything. And the partner that I was with, who was at that time undiagnosed, mentally ill, and self-medicating with drugs and alcohol, had cleaned out all the money we had, thinking that he'd be able to win some back during this poker game. So there was no money coming in, there was no money there, and there was no food. And I had just laid my baby down, and I've got my son pulling on me going mom I'm really hungry and I looked over at my husband then husband sitting on the couch playing video games and I'm like yeah, that, this is a really big challenge what are we going to do uh, I, I'm I'm panicking and he looked at me and keep in mind he couldn't help me from where he was but I didn't know it at that time. And he looked at me and he said, you know, me and the boy did just fine while you were gone. Maybe it's you that's the problem. And maybe if you went away, we wouldn't have to deal with this. And I remember slumping against the hall in my little apartment and just gazing off into space. I I was in shock Just like at times we can go into shock as far as what just happened. But this time was different than anything I had ever been through in my life up to that point. And I remember there was a darkness as I was gazing off. There was a darkness over here on the edges. And it was creeping closer. And I knew it was coming for me. And one part of me was like, no, no. Don't do this. And yet there was another part going, maybe just to rest for a little while because life is so freaking hard and I don't know what to do. I can't figure it out. Here's an important point to know. You see things as you are, not as they are. And um, I knew that if that darkness came in and I gave into it, Chances were I would not come back, but it still seemed really appealing. You know, nowadays we can be in things to where it may not be that serious, but zoning out in front of hours of TV that will never take us any place, or drowning ourselves in that bottle, or... The food, the endless food, can be the same way that we allow ourselves to settle into that darkness for just a little bit. Well, about that time, my baby started crying. Remember, I had one who's two and a half days old. And my six-year-old's piping back up. But I'm really hungry, Mom. And that was a defining moment for me. Because I stood up and I muttered to myself, never again, never would my end result wind up in the hands of someone outside of me. Never again would I allow myself to get to that place. And a day and a half later, I had a full-time job. Yeah, it was a little bit of a challenge handling a five-year-old or a five-day-old and working full-time as well as the six-year-old. But remember how I said we see things as we are, not as they are? That was my defining moment that my motivator of freedom and autonomy said, I am going to choose the direction of my life. See, we have different aspects of our personality. There's five of them. You've got status, which is how you're perceived as others, control, what do you feel is in the realm of possibility for yourself, freedom and autonomy, being in control of where you wind up, relationships, those you care about, and fairness, justice, and the truth are all wrapped together on the last one. Well, Miss Freedom Fighter stood up. And she went to work that day and it was a defining moment. But that is not the day that I brought out my brilliance. In fact, that was the day that I created an imprint that I would run future experiences through that would actually hold me back for the next few years, even though it was such a powerful moment of I am going to take control. I'm going to be in charge. I am never going to let my babies go hungry again. Because the part of my personality that came out, which was freedom with the value of worthiness, came out in a dysfunctional way. And it came out in the way. Oh, excuse me. (laughs) It came out in the way that said, for me to be okay, I have to save others. So as my mom likes to say, I went from the frying pan into the fire. When we go through an intense emotional experience or we go through an experience by repetition, something takes place that's known as an imprint. An imprint is a tool that our subconscious mind uses to filter future experiences. That says, who do I need to be in this experience and what do I need to do? How am I going to focus? What meaning am I going to assign to it with the story I tell myself? And then what actions am I going to take? So I decided I was worth something that day. And I also decided that I was going to have to save my kids. But the subconscious, how it does one thing, it will do most things. And then I discovered that, oh, I am surrounded by people who need to be saved. And I am going to have to go in and either get nailed to the wall because I'm trying to save them, or I'm going to have to martyr myself for them to be okay. Even though it was a very positive progress set that I was never going to allow my future to be determined by anybody else, I brought myself out in a way that actually continued to hold myself back. So I teach all of my students, I'm a certified hypnotist in case you're new to my world, and why should you listen to me? Don't listen to me. Test out what I have to say. I teach all of my students how to take their clients from what's known as wound to wealth. Well, to be able to do that, you need to have three things. What are you going to focus on? So there's a part of you that is focusing on your defining moment and moving you forward, but it can still be focusing on it in a way that causes you challenges, just like me trying to save people. I had to experience what was known as transfer of authority to where... That aspect of me that was Miss Freedom Fighter learned what she really needed to fight for. And it wasn't for others. It would be to empower others. She fought for herself. Okay, so what are you going to focus on? What story are you going to tell yourself? And then what actions are you going to take? So your focus and your story actually can combine together on what we call the core four the core four the four areas that we all, all go through as we develop and mature and become wise they have a functional side to them and then they have a side that will hold us back it's full of pain so you have certainty certainty in a way that's going to move you forward says so if it is to be it's up to me but it's going to hold you back Because you've been programmed and conditioned to hand your power over to other people to say that you're okay. I mean, think about it. Going through school, your teachers had to tell you you were okay. And then after you got out of school, you got into a job and your boss was going to tell you when you were okay. And maybe somewhere along the line, there was a significant other and they were going to let you know when you were okay. And Maybe you had children and then you started living through them and that's when you were okay. You never learn to be okay for yourself. After certainty, then we have variety. Variety can come through either freedom of choices. We get to decide are we going to experience success now or later on today. It's a choice of two yeses or drama where it's yes or no. We experience drama when we feel like our right to choose has been taken from us. And then after that is worthiness. That's the level I was at. Worthiness shows up as significance. How can we pair up with another person and make the world a better place for them? It's one-to-one. And it's also one-to-one where we either think we need to be the savior or martyr ourselves. And then after that, the level of validation. The level of validation says that we want love. That's what we crave. But we have learned to settle for connection, which means we'll hold ourselves back so others in our environment do not feel bad about themselves. You have had a moment of magnificence where you lit the world up because you made a decision you were no longer going to allow things to hold you back. But because of the situation that you were in, chances are you could have done it in a very dysfunctional way. And because the subconscious mind will continue to seek out people, places, and things to reinforce its previous imprints, even though you stood up for yourself, you continue now to seek out people and situations where you have to keep sticking up for yourself. You have to keep defending on what you believe in, and you have to keep pushing and fighting through. That can be pretty exhausting. The idea is to take a look at what is the other side. What's the progress side? Not positive. Positive mindset has been shown not to work long-term because that means there isn't going to be any pain. I'm saying use the pain and find the progress in it because the law of polarity says everything is created as a whole. You're seeing my front side, but you already know I got a back side. The two are connected. In the same way, your moment of magnificence was connected to your wound It also holds your wealth. It's in the same place. It just needs to be activated. But to be able to do that, you need to start telling yourself a better story about around what you value. What do you value? And how is that going to lead you into progress? That's one of the things I specialize in. Whenever I went into the field of hypnosis, I discovered something known as parts therapy. It means these different aspects of us are just sub-aspects of our personality. You're one person when you're around your friends. You're another person whenever you're at work. Another part of you comes out whenever you're with your family. It's just different pieces of you. And right now, you're trying to put together the life that you want to design by pieces that don't even fit in that puzzle. And that's when I utilize hypnosis to talk to the different parts of you and make sure that we activate the pieces that need to move you forward. And the ones that have had your defining moments, we give them the ability to continue the progress, but under a new job description. And then we bring all of it together to make you whole. If you think I can assist you with that after what I've shared with you, you can go to canhypnosishelpyou.com and check it out. It's there on how I assist others and how you can connect with me. But you can go ahead and start the beginning steps of that process now to ask yourself what was the defining moment of your magnificence but how did it then program you to continue to muck things up because it's seeking out people places and things where you have to continually define yourself what's on the other side of it what part of your personality can you begin to value and activate just like taking an acorn and putting it into the ground, covering it up with soil and then watering it, nurturing it till it begins to turn into a beautiful oak tree. There's a part of you that cannot be activated until it's been given the proper internal environment. So what part of you is waiting to produce that picture you want to have in your life? And how might I be able to assist you? So until we get together again, here's to you turning your wound into your wealth. What I've been sharing with you is part of your time to thrive. See, we can get stuck in a healing process, but what's beyond the healing? Well, there's growth, and then there's goals, and then there's vision. And your time to thrive is a very special membership